Welcome to the Mom Keys to Mental Peace podcast. I'm your host, Tari Kaya Allen Butler. I am a teen mom turned speaker, author, and mompreneur. My mission is to help you build healthy relationships with your children, level up your mindset, and achieve all you ever dreamed of and more. I will teach you how to level up your lifestyle in faith, family, finances, and fitness. Join me every Tuesday for the Mom Keys to Mental Peace podcast. You will learn major keys to stop coming up short on your goals and start leveling up for the type of lifestyle you desire. Ready to level up? Let's do it. So I am so excited about today's episode. Um, the title of today's show is How to Stop Overthinking. Um, I feel like this is something that everybody <laughs> deals with at some point in their life, in their day, in their in the year. Like overthinking is just a thing that I feel like we as humans deal with, right? Constantly trying to figure out the answer to the unknown or um, overthinking about a new task that we've never done before, overthinking about what could go wrong, what could go right, all the details of it. Like, and overthinking is not something that is shown like out in the public. Like people can't see your brain and what you're thinking about. This is literally like a you issue, <laughs> right? Only you know what's going on in your head when it comes to overthinking and trying to figure things out. So I have five tips that I'm going to share with you all today in hopes that it helps you to um, implement a strategy in place to stop overthinking. Now, do I feel like overthinking will stop completely? No. Um, I still have my moments where, you know, I have those thoughts or I feel like I'm going down that rabbit hole of thoughts, but I have my strategies in place that when I notice it happening, I can use my strategies to try to pivot or to stop the overthinking, right? And kind of bring some peace to my mind. So that's the goal of today's episode. I pray that it is helpful um, to you. If any of you have been following me for any amount of time, um, especially with this series this month on mindset, I have shared with you the impact and the revelation that Battlefield of the Mind by Joyce Meyer has brought me um, to my life. So um, just a quick disclaimer, a lot of what I share today is like an excerpt from her book. I would love to give credit where credit is due, <laughs> okay? Um, I read that book about five years ago, Battlefield of the Mind by Joyce Meyer, and it brought a lot of revelation to me. I'm actually rereading it this month um, and gaining some fresh <laughs> revelation that I did not gain um, five years ago when I read it. And I'm all for sharing information I don't believe in hoarding or holding on to secrets or anything that's helping me. Like if it's something helping me, I want to share it with y'all, right? I'm that same way about like cute clothes or shoes or something. I'm not the one that's like, oh, I got it from the mall or afraid to tell you what store. No, sis, I got this from Target. It was $7. You go get you one, okay? Like I'm here to share gems and anything that's going to help uplift anybody. So Again, where credit is due, I want to give it a lot of what I'm sharing today is from the book Battlefield of the Mind by Joyce Meyer. Um, so I just want to share some major key points that I learned from this book when it comes to overthinking, because I feel like she breaks down 
um, how to overcome overthinking so well and just so plain. And I, like I said, I just want to share those gems and hopes that it helps you um, the way that it helped me. So during my research, y'all know I'm into my definitions and words because it has a lot of meaning. But I learned that the definition for worry and overthinking were literally identical. So worry means to allow one's mind to dwell on difficulty or troubles, to panic, to be unsettling, nerve-wracking, or harassment, to cause to feel anxious, distressed, or troubled, to torment oneself with disturbing thoughts. <laughs> All right, that's the definition of worry. Like even just some of those words in that definition are like, mind-boggling because we all worry so much, right? Like it's a normal thing or like, oh, y'all know I just overthink or, oh, you know, I just be worrying. Like, no, sis, listen to the definitions of this. Like, listen to the words being used to harass your mind or to torment yourself with disturbing thoughts. Like, nah, no. <laughs> okay. And then the definition for overthinking is to think too much about something, to put too much time into thinking about or analyzing something in a way that is more harmful than helpful. And this definition kind of brings me to, um, and there's a verse I'll refer to in here that Ecclesiastes chapter three, where it's like, there's a time for everything. So pretty much how they're saying like to overthink is to think too much or to put too much time into thinking in a way that is harmful. So pretty much in that chapter of Ecclesiastes 3, they're saying like, it's a time for everything. It's a time to speak. It's a time to be quiet. It's a time to laugh and it's a time to be sad. Like, so there's a such thing as thinking too much, right? Or overdoing your thinking to the point where it becomes more harmful than helpful. Okay. So that's our foundational um, definitions. And do you find yourself being able to relate to some of that? I know I definitely <laughs> have found my mind in these spaces before. And like I said, I still do sometimes, but I'm grateful for the strategies that I have in place to pivot my thoughts whenever um, I start overthinking a situation. All right, so let's jump into our five ways to stop overthinking. The first thing that you can do is to practice meditation. Now, <clears throat> excuse me, a lot of people admit that they have a hard time when it comes to meditating. It's hard to focus and they don't really see the benefit of doing it, right? Like, what is the benefit of me sitting somewhere silently thinking about something? Now, I will say there are different types of meditation. I know like with the new age culture or with yoga, they kind of tell you to empty your mind or, or think of nothing. Now that is not <laughs> of God or biblical. But God does tell us to meditate on his word day and night, right? So uh, as anything in the world, you know, they can um, pervert certain things from God. But in this case, when it comes to meditating, a lot of people think it's hard because it's hard to focus. But fun fact, did you know that when you worry or overthink that you are practicing meditation? Yes, because to meditate means to think deeply or carefully about something. That's all that meditation is, to think deeply or carefully about something. So when you're overthinking a situation, constantly trying to um, find a solution to the problem or going down your rabbit hole of what ifs, you are thinking deeply 
and carefully about something. You are meditating. So this is all a trick of the enemy, I feel like, because like I said, God tells us to meditate on his word, but the world has perverted what meditation is. And we have convinced ourselves that we don't know how to meditate. We don't have the focus to meditate. It's too hard, this, that, and the third. But again, like I said, this is the trick of the enemy. The devil wants to keep our minds busy and distracted with the wrong kind of thinking so that our mind never gets around to being used for the purpose God designed it. Y'all, this is so real and true to me in my life. I feel like before I started transforming my mindset, my mind was filled with so many unnecessary things. There was no way that I could think about starting a podcast or transforming my mindset or improving my relationships with my children and self-care and all this, that, and the third, because my mind was so filled with worrying about what other people were doing, worrying about what people were thinking about me, worrying about what I was going to wear, worrying about this going on, worrying about that going on, celebrity drama. Like my mind was definitely <laughs> busy and distracted with the wrong kind of thinking, which like I said, was the, is the devil's, um, whole purpose for our mind, right? Where he wants our mind to be. So when it comes to meditation, it's not an issue of how to meditate, but what we choose to meditate on, right? So one thing um, to help us with this as far as like, okay, well, sis, what do I meditate on? Philippians 4 and 8 is the answer for this problem. Philippians 4 and 8 says to fix your thoughts on what is true, honorable, right, pure, lovely, and admirable. Think about things that are excellent and worthy of praise, period. <laughs> okay. So whenever you're in your meditation mode or you're thinking about what you're thinking about, see if that thought lines up with Philippians 4 and 8. Does it line up with what it's saying? Okay. So that's the first thing to do to stop overthinking is to practice meditation on the right thoughts right? So no more. I, I don't know how to meditate. It's too hard. I can't focus. Yes, you can. <laughs> yes, you can. It is not hard. You're already doing it. It's just a matter of what we are focusing on or what we are meditating on. All right. The second thing that you can do to stop overthinking is ask yourself this question. What do I gain from worrying? What do I gain from overthinking? Matthew 6 and 27 ask a similar question. This is right here in the Bible. Can all of your worries add a single moment to your life? When you stop and really ponder on that and reflect on that, like, okay, me sitting here overthinking the situation, me sitting here going down this rabbit hole, asking all these what ifs questions, is it adding moments to my life? What it's actually doing is stealing <laughs> moments from your life. And we all know that time is like the most valuable thing here on, on earth or in our life. Because once time is gone, we can't get it back. I can't think of how many how much time that I've wasted from wrong thinking or worrying about an issue or a problem that come to find out God already had the solution for. I'm just sitting here wrecking my brain and wasting my time away trying to figure it out, right? So worrying and overthinking is useless. It literally is useless and pointless. It does not accomplish anything good, okay? 
The third thing that you can do to help you to stop overthinking is to take life one day at a time. Matthew 6 and 34 tells us, so don't worry about tomorrow for tomorrow will bring its own worries. Today's trouble is enough for today. Y'all, that scripture has got me through so many <laughs> trials and situations that I'm facing thinking, how am I going to get out of this? What is the solution to this? Lord, what, are we what am I going to do? All I can do is focus on today, <laughs> the moment for today. Today's troubles are enough. So the things happening today, they need our full attention. Don't spend today trying to figure out tomorrow. There is nothing wrong with planning ahead or anticipating what to expect in the future. It becomes an issue when your mind is focused on tomorrow and you're missing the present moment. So, for example, if you um, find yourself saying comments, and again, this is no shade because I've definitely been, matter of fact, these examples are from me. <laughs> so if you found yourself saying things like, I'll be happy once I get married, or I can't wait till I get this new job, then that's when things will get better. That's you focusing on tomorrow and missing today, right? Missing the blessings that you have in front of you today. So I encourage you to be mindful of those comments. Like I said, there's nothing wrong with desires and anticipating the future. But I feel like in the past for me, I was really like blinded <laughs> by my present from looking, trying to figure out what was going on in the future or the next day, like, and not realizing the blessings that I was sitting in in the moment. Um, while I'm waiting for something else. And this is something that I've been trying to practice, um, especially with the whole Mom Keys and Mental Peace platform. Of course, I have goals to do public speaking and be paid for it. I have goals to increase my podcast listenership and my numbers. I would love to get um, to the point where I can start having like ads and being paid for that. And I see all of this in my future, but God had to stop me like, you're where you're supposed to be right now and look at where you came from, <laughs> right? I wrote Mom Kiss and Mental Peace in 2020. I had no plans to do a podcast. I just simply wanted to write a book. And look what has come from that. So I'm trying to be more intentional about really celebrating and being in the present moment of the blessings God is doing right now, because we get so caught up in the future and what we want him to do that we don't realize a lot of times we're sitting in what we ask him to do. Um, another example is my apartment. I can remember six years ago when I moved here, the miracle that God pulled for me to even get here and how bad I wanted this apartment, how I didn't have what I needed to get here, but he still made a way for me to stay here, right? And right now I desire to be in a home. My family is growing. I desire that bigger space. But God brought back to my memory, like, remember when you were begging and praying me for this apartment? Remember when this apartment was a huge blessing to you <laughs> and you were so excited to get it? Like, yes, God, I do remember. <laughs> so thank you. And I'm grateful. And even bigger than that, um, recently I was in Charlotte and coming off the exit, I turned my head to the right and there was like a, um, a tent community of homeless people. And Lord, <laughs> that just like pulled the strings at my heart of, of sadness that those people have to live like that. And also an overpour of gratitude. Like, yeah, I want that house. But listen, my apartment is literally a mansion to these people. Like, I'm sure they would love to live in my apartment. 
right now today and have to wash dishes and clean the house, the things that I'm complaining about, like, Lord, please forgive me. And I'm so grateful for this space. I'm grateful that my apartment is a safe place for my children, for me, that we can relax, that we can be ourselves, that we can be filled with love. Like, I'm so blessed <laughs> here in this space right now. And whenever that tomorrow or next season comes for our, our house in that larger space, God, I'm going to be so grateful for that as well. But I am blessed today, right? There's bills due today <laughs> at this house, right? There will be other problems tomorrow. Uh, there will be other problems in the future for a house. But right now, today, there's bills due in this apartment. There's upkeep for this apartment. I can focus and worry. Well, excuse me, not worry. But I can focus my attention on what I have right now today. <laughs> All right? Um, so yes, just be mindful of those comp um, those comments. You can desire those things, but don't let it foreshadow your current season. Don't miss what God is doing right now. All right. The fourth thing that you can do to stop overthinking is to accept that you don't have to know all the answers. As Kanye West said, you don't have all the answers, Sway. <laughs> I feel like if if anybody has been walking with God for any amount of time, you will learn that he doesn't care nothing about giving answers uh, to your situation. Like I was saying, you have to accept that you don't have all the answers. So like I said, walking with God for any amount of time, you will realize that he don't care about uh, you being upset about not having the answers, <laughs> right? And a lot of times I feel like this is hard for people who struggle with control. <laughs> yes, I'm making, <laughs> making sales on the live, girl. But um, yes, this is for people who struggle with having control or feel like they have to be in the know about everything going on around them. This was your girl. This was me. And I feel like there are some areas that that is still the case, but I'm slowly but surely um, releasing that control. Like I said, the more that I walk with God. And sometimes I think that it's best that we don't know everything, that we don't know the details. And you can even think about this like from a parent-child um, stance. I know there are some things that I don't tell my kids all the details um, about for a reason that I know that they don't know, right? I'm in a higher position than them. I have more knowledge than them. Maybe I'm telling them bits and pieces for a reason and not the whole picture, right? Even though they don't understand that. So I try to look at God and think of him the same way, like, his ways are higher than my ways. His thoughts are not my thoughts. So if there's something I don't know that he hasn't revealed to me, it's probably for a good reason, <laughs> right? Um, and this is where the overthinking comes in though, man, because we can waste a lot of time overthinking, trying to answer difficult questions that we simply don't have the answer to. <laughs> Just sitting around asking, why did this happen? But why do I have to do this? How am I going to make it like Certain situations we just simply don't have the answer to, and we waste time trying to figure that answer out. When this happens, so when you find yourself doing this, going back and forth, or going down a rabbit hole, um, or just concerned with not having the answer, confess to yourself that you don't have the answer at this time. So just make it plain and period. Hey, right now, I don't know how I'm going to solve this. Right now, I don't know why I have to do this, but... God knows, right? And rest in that and be secure in that. 
keep saying this each time your mind starts to go into problem solving mode and that rabbit hole. Just keep repeating. I don't have the answer, but God does. I don't have the answer, but God does until it becomes real to you and until you can accept and believe that truth. Okay. The last and fifth thing that you can do to stop overthinking is to seek his kingdom first. Matthew 6, 33 tells us to seek the kingdom of God above all else and live righteously and he will give you everything that you need. So when God's agenda is your number one priority, he's going to take care of you, period. <laughs> okay. And I have definitely been a witness to this. Um, in my life, I have seen the fruit of this scripture, and it is true, y'all. God desires to give us a rich and satisfying life. That's in John 10 and 10. There is nothing in life that we are to worry about. The quality of life that God provides us is enough to supply all of our needs. When we worry, we lose the life God intended for us to have. Um, so this makes me think about like, um, us being formed in our mother's womb. Like there's no type of problem solving you can do to knit a baby together in your stomach. <laughs> there's literally nothing that you can do as a mother. All you have to do is release that control and allow the process to form and take heed on its own. There's literally nothing you can do <laughs> at all, right? So when you're seeking God's kingdom first, uh, to me, that's like you're releasing that control. Okay, God, what do you want me to do? What do you want me to focus on? Which direction should I be going and moving my life? And as you are navigating and moving through life based on his will and his kingdom agenda, everything else is going to fall in place. Everything else will be taken care of. Okay. So just a quick um, review, five things to do to stop overthinking. The first one is to practice meditation. The second is to ask yourself, what do you gain from worrying? Um, the third is to take life one day at a time. The fourth is to accept that you don't know all the answers and be okay with that. And the fifth is to seek his kingdom first. So just two quick reflection questions um, for you is how has worry and overthinking taken over your mind, right? If this is something that you struggle with, kind of pay attention to the areas that you worry about. Is it about finances? Is it about your health? Is it about a new job that you need? Um, is it about your kids and your relationship with them? Just kind of take inventory over what have you been worrying or overthinking about? Is it a new business that God might have put in your heart to start, but you're worrying and overthinking how's everything going to work, what it's going to look like? <laughs> okay, um, do a, a quick review of that. And then the second reflection is, which strategy can you implement this week to address this issue? So out of the five strategies that I've shared, which one, only one, if you want to do all of them, that's fine. But I'm challenging you to choose one to implement this week um, to address the issue. And also just a quick note, um, just for some motivation, God just gave me this. When it came to this podcast and even the book, I was so scared and worried about what am I going to talk about each week? I don't know what topics to talk about. Um, who's going to buy my book? Who's going to care about what I have to say? Um, I'm probably not going to make that many sales. All I do is write in a journal. I don't know how to write a real book. Um, when it came to the finances to publish the book, I was like, where is that going to come from? How am I going to fund this? 
Um, I did use my taxes that year to do everything. But even though I had the money, I was still concerned like, okay, but what if I spend all this money and it don't go through, <laughs> right? And everything don't come out. So look at where I am today. And I'm trusting that God is going to take me further than where I am. So definitely um, do this exercise for the reflection so that you can kind of pinpoint what your fears are when it comes to worrying and overthinking. But that is all that I have for you all today. Um, I would love to have you all follow me on my Instagram and Facebook. Um, all of that will be in the podcast show notes as well as the YouTube show notes. So um, I'll leave this up on IG for 24 hours and then I will take it down and upload it to my YouTube channel, which will be available on Thursday. And the podcast episode will be available on the platform on Wednesday. So be sure that you're subscribed to both of those. Um, I would love to have you join my email list or the Mom Keys to Mental Peace community where I share weekly blogs, um, just going into a little depth about some of the podcast episodes and other topics related to motherhood, finances, family, fitness, along that nature. And if you've been enjoying the podcast, please rate the show and leave a review on Apple Podcasts. I would love um, to hear your feedback on that. All right, Daisy, thank you so much, girl. I appreciate you talking back with me, sticking with me <laughs> um, through everything on the show. And I pray that you all have a great week and I will see you all next Tuesday. Bye.